Welcome to the Manager Tools Members Only Podcast for March 2007, How to Ask for Basic Feedback. Hi, this is Mike, and welcome. Mark and I appreciate you signing up for Manager Tools and hope that these monthly podcasts provide you just a little bit extra value for your efforts. Now, have you ever wondered what your team really thinks of you? Have you ever wondered what they say to their spouse when they go home after a long, hard day? Have you ever wondered if other managers think the same things? Or if they have their stuff so much together that they don't worry about this like you do? Mm, well, believe me, <laughs> they do. Trust me. The thing is, if you ask around, some people, and we're talking about more than just HR here, will recommend that you do a 360. Hmm. Well, that's when you should really worry. 360 feedback is incredibly powerful and almost always inappropriate for managers as a way to learn how they're doing. We spent some time talking about 360 in the cast as a little background. This cast teaches you a basic, simple, easy, low investment, low, zero, cost, easily repeatable, hard to mess up, gets better when you repeat it every once in a while technique for learning how you're doing as a manager. Now, if that doesn't excite you, well, manager tools is definitely not for you. So, here we go. So today, are we going to go on this big anti three sixty thing oh. to do so well? <laughs> but you agree with me, though, right? Well, yeah, of course. But um, I, I've been duly elected by your audience to be the one to irritate you. <laughs> that is my role in life. <laughs> I'm not sure whether to give you affirming or adjusting feedback on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. So I, I, I do agree that you know three sixty is just. Gen- not that they can't work well, but they they don't, right? So right. I've seen it work, but again, they just the way people apply it, it it's just terrible. Yeah, it, it, here's the key. It's like so many other parts of management. It's a potential solution to a problem or to a set of problems. Three sixty is. It's a mechanism that's easy to understand. It, it appeals to people on an emotional level that it takes away that fear of the boss thing because we're going to get, you know, we're going to get everybody all around the campfire and sing kumbaya. Um, <laughs> it's easy to communicate. It, it sounds like, well, I need to know what everybody thinks about this person because the boss's viewpoint is inherently biased. So I'll ask a bunch of folks. Of course, I'll make it anonymous to protect everybody. That makes sense. And then, hey, if we really believe in it and people are important, we'll just tie it into our review process. So. So that, that sounds good, right? It's like a soundbite. It's like management by soundbite. So HR organizations and consulting firms sell them as a way to get good feedback. And done right, it can be very effective. But the problem is it's so easy to do wrong. Um, there are so many problems with it. I, I'm just going gonna, gonna to name three. I'm not oh, going to get on my soapbox. Not 3.5, yeah. but three. Three, yeah. Thanks, okay, good. First of all, if an internal organization does it, I don't care what safeguards you put in place to guarantee its anonymity. People will assume it is somehow not anonymous, and it is not anonymity you need, but people's 
belief in anonymity that makes the difference. That's the first thing. Yeah, that's a good um, that's a good point. We, did, set, we just got back from a client where they did yeah, a, it's exactly a, right. Yeah, an externally directed or, or conducted survey, and people still. Still, Still didn't think it was anonymous. Yeah. They believed that the IT organization could see through it somehow. Yeah, exactly. Magically. Yeah. Okay. And, and that affects the data. Um, secondly, if the sample size is too small, managers, despite exhortations not to, will endeavor to figure out who said what. <laughs> and probably, probably, this is my experience, simply overlay their existing biases onto the data to make it virtually useless. Right. In other words. Dis- right. And they discount it, it and... Yeah, and I had becomes useful. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, here's the thing that I think is actually the worst, and it's a function of organizational life, and and it's it's almost impossible to overcome, even if everything else is perfect. The most insidious thing is that managers will relentlessly focus on one small negative comment that an anonymous subordinate felt obligated to make to keep the boss from being a saint. And will ruin, and that boss will ruin five good habits trying to change just one ephemeral bad one. That that is insidious. That's the definition yeah. of insidious. Yes, I, I think that's. In fact, that may be the first answer to any question I've given you that included both the word insidious and ephemeral. Ephemeral at the same time. I'm, yeah, that um, you're right. It was in one. Well, one yeah. long sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One precariously, tenuously, miserably long sentence. But, but when um, you're on top of a soapbox, you get to use long yes, sentences exactly with lots job, of yeah. commas and ellipses and all sorts of yeah. interesting things. So, but I, you're, 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 your, your soapbox has been taken away, and you, <laughs> you must now go to your room, young man. I'm sorry. But you know what? Somebody's got to stand up for managers. Uh, um and managers are told it's good, and, and they, they get this stuff foisted on them, and it doesn't turn out well, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, at least there's someplace folks can go to hear the unvarnished truth, or at least in our yes. opinion. So, okay. So, I know we're not going to rant all night about this. No. So Sorry. We, we must, as always, have a solution for our listeners. Yes. Um, we're going to be true to our basic intro. This may be one of my favorite uh, taglines for one of our tools. We have a basic, simple, easy, low investment, low, zero cost, easily repeatable, hard to mess up, gets better when you repeat it every once in a while technique for beginning to learn how you're doing as a manager. And here's the thing you're going to love. You're going to kiss my feet for this. We have only two steps. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like, this is the Texas Feedback Podcast. Um, <laughs> the, t- the, the, t- the two-step you're referring to, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, um, uh, do people in our, like, Germany understand that? Right, for, for international listeners and for people in New York City, um, Texas is famous for a dance called the two-step, almost always performed to country music. Um, as people in Texas are fond of saying, there are only two types of music, country and western. Um, and the two steps, so let's get off of that right quick. <laughs> Please. Uh, the two steps for our, our feedback for managers process are, number one. And, and while you're saying this, everybody can envision this twangy music in the background. Okay, yes, ahead. yes. Uh, in fact, people don't realize this. When we do the two-step in Texas, um, the, the, the dance floor is shaped like a racetrack. It's not a square it's not a big square at all. It's literally a racetrack, and there's an area in the center usually with a bar, and then there's an area outside, more bar, and so on. But the, 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 the dance floor itself is a racetrack, uh, an oval. 
Well, you know, where I when I grew up, we used to dance like that too, and there was a mirror ball and. We had roller skates on. <laughs> but then again, I was well 16. said. Well said. Okay, okay. you're keeping me. You're keeping me from work here now. Come on now. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm okay, sure I test one, everybody's patience. Number one, if you want feedback as a manager, the first thing you do is systematically ask for feedback over a period of about three months. It's going to take about that long for people for for things to start trickling in. Um, if you all of a sudden just ask people, boom, it's not going to work. And then number two, conduct a quick and dirty. Start, stop, and continue exercise at the end of one of your staff meetings. Those two things, systematically, periodically asking, plus an exercise every once in a while, are the best ways that manager can get free, low cost, no investment, good, honest, reliable data. Not perfect, but good, honest, and reliable data that will help you make subtle changes without going off the rails at any one time. Yeah, I, I like this one because it's so flippin' easy to implement. And I love the fact it combines both semi-public asks with private ones, as well as asking for feedback over a period of time, as well as on the spot at an instance. If you only do the start, stop, and continue, and you haven't been asking over a period of time, people will immediately draw back because you still do have that sign in your forehead that says, I'm your boss, watch out, I could fire you. Plus, some people aren't comfortable giving you feedback in a a group session. on the other hand, if you only ask for private feedback, there's that old saying about the, the three uh, people touching an elephant in three different places. Oh, it's a tree. Oh, it's a snake. Oh, it's a rope. They, they don't exactly get the full, the full sense of it. Um, and, and so it's, it's the combination of over time and letting people gradually open up, plus the private and public as well. You're really going, if there's a chance you're going to get feedback, and let's be honest, Mike, there are some people who are listening right now who will never get feedback because your people are so scared of you. It doesn't matter how clever, how professional, how ethical you are in asking. They simply um, believe in the old saying, tell your boss the truth and the truth shall set you free. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll never forget. I actually worked for a boss once who said, "Look, we, you know, we're we're going to do this process again. We've already done it once with you, and we, we'd kind of like to get your input. So the next person who goes through this process, we brought you through. Uh, we can we can modify it and improve it." And uh, I said, "Well, great." So, so come back and let us know what we can do, what we did good and what we can do better. And so I came back and said, "Well, these things are really good. I really like them. Don't mess with those." And then if there's one thing, I'd, I'd recommend you change this because I think that really might upset this person. And it, it, it kind of put me off for a little while. And I got promptly taken into the owner's office and just eviscerated for being candid when, in fact, the day before they said, really, we want you to be candid. Oh, um, you know, you only need to do that once for people to say, oh, I know what the word candid means. It's code for pretend to be honest with us. <laughs> um and there are some managers who are that way. They'll always be that way. And this process won't help you. And I would submit, and I, I, generally I, I believe that the managers who are listening to us, they're on the ground. They know their organizations far better than we ever will. Um, and if you go through this process um, with honesty and candor toward your folks, and at the end of three months and asking routinely, semi-public and private as well, and you don't get any feedback, the problem is not with the process. Yeah. The problem is with you. It's the old saying of when you see a problem in your organization, look for the solution to the the cause of the problem in increasingly larger concentric circles around your own desk. Um, all, All that's saying is your people are afraid of you, and fear is not the motivator that will get you top performance out of your folks. 
Oh, there might be some people who disagree with me on that, but I'm right. Yeah, and, so. and, and this process is not going to fool anyone if you don't really want the feedback. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't start. This, this, this is not going to help you. In fact, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, so let's get into the steps. Okay. And right. Step one, systematically ask for feedback over a period of three months. Yeah. Should I embarrass? Should I? Should I be embarrassed that this is so easy? No. I. I, I wish. I wish everything about management was this easy. But it's. It's not always. But I, I tell you, there's some things I like about this one. I mean, I really like about this one. Um, you know, one of the appeals of the 360 is that it somehow gives quote unquote better information because it's anonymous and it's facilitated right. and it's computer graded. But yeah, yeah. we're still just talking about one person, the manager, and asking the same group of people. You know, a lot of 360 instruments provide analysis about the answers they get. But, you know, they have this certain way of thinking about management, you know, the, the creators of the instrument. And they right. ask questions from their own framework. Right. So you get feedback from that fr- framework. And unfortunately, a lot of these frameworks, you get things like good clarity or we can team building. I love that one. Or appeals to creativity. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's nice. But but what do you do <laughs> with all that stuff? Yeah, I do. I wish I were smart like you. Yeah. I, I have never. I have never thought about it that way. But but you're right because so often a 360 has a point of view, or the lens through which they look at a manager is based on a theory of leadership or management that is not actionable. I mean, in principle, it makes sense when you read it. It says nice things. But therefore, when you get feedback from that instrument, everybody's answers are passed through that that instrument. It comes back to you as things you can't do because it's not behavior. Oh, I never thought of it that way. You're right. It it is so unnatural because the kind of feedback you would naturally get from your team is going to be about behavior. Yes, they're, they're right. not going to stop. You know, they're yeah, not going to talk about that. lack of vision or, yeah. or, or uh, you know, no creativity. They're going to talk about specific behaviors that you're doing. Now they may not call it behaviors, but it things you do or don't do. And that's what I love about the the, the second step when we get to that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, good. Okay. So super easy first step. You you don't need to announce an interest in feedback. You don't need to make a crusade out of it. You don't need to make it an objective on your review or anybody else's. I found it goes better if you stick with a very simple message week after week for two or three months. And 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 look, I recommend you end almost every one-on-one with a simple question. Anything I can do better or differently? Anything I need to stop? Happy to hear feedback. You know, I... I love that, and that's a great point that I really hadn't thought about before. Because, you know, typically when we ask people to go implement one-on-ones, we provide them a, a template of the email to send out with a description of what the process is going to be like, what the objectives are, and how folks are going to participate. And here you're suggesting we don't do any of that. We simply just start asking for feedback at the end of every one-on-one. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. you ask at the end. And look, don't expect answers for the first week. Do not ask at the beginning. You'll just create 30 minutes of kind of white noise. Ask at the end. You can do it almost, I recommend, in passing. Um, Remember, I mean, you ask at the end, but the last 15 minutes of the one-on-one in most situations are your 15 minutes. Um, and, And the first time you ask, everybody except probably the very bold who work for you will say, gosh, I don't know. Let me think about it. If you like... 
you can say, hey, send me an email if you want, or you can just share next week, whatever works. Of course, if you have a Mark Horseman working for you, if you ask a question, you're likely to get an answer. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a nice guy, honest. Um, do, nice, but but yeah. look, look, you yeah, know, some people say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're right, but apparently one of them's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, don't repeat the quest during the next week. Don't, I mean, the danger here is all of a sudden saying, okay, this week I'm going to ask for feedback. And, and I will tell you, there are a lot more managers than probably realize that the facial expression and body language and, and quite frankly, the verbalization that, that uh, the response p- the managers give when people say, well, actually, something I've noticed is this. And the manager immediately explains why to the stupid employee, why they do it that way. And let me tell you, you ain't getting any feedback from that person ever again. So you, you, don't, you, you don't come back to this during the week. Um, don't repeat the request. Uh, until the end of your next one-on-one. If you miss asking at the end of one of your ones, no worries. Let it go. Um, it's the regular repetition repetition of this that will help you get some insights. If you have a truly open relationship with your team, some will come back with details. Um, yeah, we need to have uh, another separate cast on that problem. On accepting feedback, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, the short answer really is just pass no judgment. Just be graciously appreciative. Focus on the process of someone taking a risk of telling their boss something. Um, because remember what we said before, right? Boss feedback doesn't work. Uh, and you really are the boss in this situation. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about that passing no judgment. Because I think what you mean is simply to accept it. Now, like, I have this terrible habit of when I get feedback. Somebody gives me feedback. I'll start explaining why I did it. and Really? Yeah, is that we'll true? The details. I, and I, and I I, I've never noticed. I've actually never noticed that. I, I no. <laughs> no. Except I got <laughs> feedback on that one time. But, <laughs> but it, and it feels like when I'm doing that, that I am being helpful in terms of yes, explaining so the behavior. Key, so key, right. But, but, but it's not. It, and it's, it's taken not. me a while to learn that. It's not helpful at all. And so what we're saying is when you get the feedback, just say, hey, thank you. Acknowledge right. the feedback and then just stop. Just, yes. smile, just stop. Yep. <laughs> don't talk. Don't in bosses, you know, high Ds, sometimes in high Cs in particular, high D, high C. Mm, I wonder if I know anybody hmm. like that. Oh, would then, yeah. <laughs> would then tend to drill in and say, what do you mean by that? Well, what about this? What about that? Don't ask a lot of questions either because that is that can be that can come across as very intimidating as well so hear the feedback acknowledge it and then just shut up <laughs> yeah you, you say it better than i did what the way i would have said it is focus on the process in other words i'm glad this person is giving me feedback even if on this particular content this particular item i disagree I, i'm worried you know if in fact i defend the content I'll destroy the process. And so yeah. the, the thought I have in my head, I'm not saying it's, it's – yours is actually, I think, easier for people to understand is I, I, I want to honor the process. I want to keep getting feedback knowing that if I get a lot, I can discount any one piece of feedback in the same way that when I give feedback to my team, if I give a lot of feedback, if one is off a little bit and we do it often enough, it's no big deal. It's like breathing. You miss a breath, it's no big deal. Right. But if you wait three months then all of a sudden give some feedback, boy, then that's uh, – that's a big deal. Well, we've talked to another cast as well that accepting feedback does not mean you have to do something with it, right? And so you just, you know, I encourage folks to get out of that mindset again, which is yeah. you can hear feedback, not believe it or not, not think it's relevant, 
and hear it and say thank you for the feedback and then do nothing about it. Or, you know what, that's exactly right. You could even go a step further, I think, Mike. You can actually say, I get the feedback, I, I, I believe it, I, I honor it, I, I respect it, I appreciate it, not just the process, but the content as well. I can see that what I did is not helpful. And I don't really know how to make it better, and I don't need to change right now. I don't need to agonize about an enormous change I need to make. I need to think about it. I don't need to do anything right now. Um, just like I tell people all the time, one of the two unofficial rules of management is you're not required to have all the answers. And therefore, rule two is you're certainly not required to have all the answers right bloody now. Um, so just accepting it and saying, okay, let, let me think about that a while. And, and maybe I'll let it go to my unconscious and I'll think about it for a couple of weeks. And then suddenly, bang, I've got an answer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 um, I agree with you. I think it's good. Yeah, the most important piece of feedback I ever got in my life took me two weeks before I understood it. And then it yeah. fundamentally changed my professional life. That's, and then it was like, wow, bam. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, when, so, the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? Exactly. Right. Okay. So now step two, conduct a quick and dirty start, stop, and continue exercise at the end of some of your staff meetings. Yeah, this is really fun. It's really simple. After your three-month period of asking one-on-ones, please don't start with step two. <laughs> if you start with step two, your dance partner will have his or her feet stepped on. Um, uh, start with step one, which is asking for a period of about three months. Don't ask for two weeks and then magically jump to step two. Take your time. Set up a standard where you're saying, I'm just going to ask and I hope somebody brings some stuff back to me. Then after they, they realize that you're comfortable and you're not going to bite their heads off when they share a little, a little minor point that might be, might make things a little bit better. Um, and they've all, by the way, buzzed around and say, hey, you notice the boss is asking for feedback. What should we tell him? I don't know. What do you think? You think he's serious? <laughs> should we? What do you think? Oh, managers have no idea. Anyway, um, but look, this is a really fun and simple way after you've been asking for a while uh, to go a little step further. They're comfortable with the idea of boss feedback, at least as comfortable as you're going to ever help them be. Um, basically, what you do is this. You're announced you're going to take 10 minutes at the end of a team or staff meeting. Just pick one after about three months and say the ten minute, last 10 minutes of the agenda are something called start, stop, and continue. Post three flip chart pages on the wall. You can, you can also take a long whiteboard and divide it into thirds. Um, um, and then put three words up, one on each page, one that says start at the top, one that says stop, and one that says continue. And, and explain it. Say, this is just a continuation of the feedback I've been asking for. Tell them what each of the charts mean, which, which is underneath the start thing. Tell me some stuff that I'm not doing that you think it would be helpful for me to start doing to help us be more effective, to help you as an individual or the team or me to be more effective. Stop. Tell me stuff that I do that's not helpful to you or not helpful to the team or not helpful to the organization. Um, and then lastly, continue. Things that I'm doing that you don't want me to mess with, that you like, that are helpful, that make it better, that make us more effective. Okay? Um, uh, um, tell them you'll give them 10 minutes and then actually what you do is you go ahead and give them 15 um, and, and the reason you tell them you give 10 is to, to make them put a little energy behind it if you tell them you got 15 minutes still I find that somehow they just kind of lackadaisical about it but you tell them they got 10 minutes they start writing pretty quickly yeah, and then basically point. you tell them go to the boards and write down whatever they want on each sheet if they don't want to rewrite what someone else has written, in other words, they agree with it and they don't want to have to go ahead and rewrite it, just put a check by it. 
Um, some people choose to do this by by using sticky notes. So that, in other words, if Ozan and Horseman both work for Dan McGuire, um, then Ozan and Horseman, who maybe we're worried, so so we are right, we're sitting. At the, da- at the table, and we're writing on yellow sticky notes so that Ozan can't see what Horseman wrote and Horseman can't see what Ozan wrote. Maybe we have a disagreement or whatever. You can do it either way. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, and the man with the most sticky notes going up to the boards wins. I love that. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not a race. <laughs> and now look, uh, by the way, um, and you leave the room, managers, Okay. Don't stand in the corner with your arms crossed saying, I've established a feedback favorable environment, and now I can watch them rip me. (laughs) No, 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 no. You leave the room, and then after 15 minutes, you come back. And basically, you read over all of them. uh, And if you need clarification, ask somebody to give some insight. It doesn't have to be the person who wrote something. And, and here's, here's where we got on to the point that we talked about earlier in terms of your response. The key to the exercise here is really being humbly thankful for their effort, they took some time, and their risk. Um, and I usually recommend clients leave it with, give me some time to go over these and I'll make some changes. Um, now, I've alluded to this already, but I'm gonna say it again and this is very important. There's a huge caveat you will lose all the ground you've gained over the last three months and a good bit more if you stand in front of the group and try to defend what you've done. In other words, you're not going to act on the feedback they've given you, whatever it might be, even one item, because they don't know the reason that you're doing it is really the right way, but you can't share it with them because you're so smart or it's private or whatever. Just don't do it. Say thank you. I appreciate it. This is very helpful. Because in fact, it's good to know that something that you're doing that you believe is right actually creates friction and a problem. You may have to market it a little bit differently. You may have to massage it a little bit differently, but don't defend it. Because what they're going to do is say, well, apparently he's got the reason, he's got reasons for everything he does or everything she does. And so I don't need to give him any more feedback because he can tell me exactly why he does everything. And you know what? You're just not that smart. Yeah. It's pretty simple. You're not that smart. Yeah, and your defense is a grenade, not a rifle shot, meaning you, you, you pick one yes. thing that's a little outrageous. You def- spend five minutes defending that. They'll, they'll leave the room thinking you've um, discounted all their feedback. You've, you've successfully defended yourself against all of the feedback. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, so don't. Like um, we talked about it before. Just, just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, somebody asked me once, Mark, what if I come back into the room and nobody's written anything? Well, what I would say is, gosh, I guess that's a form of feedback too. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm sorry. I thought you would be comfortable. I completely respect the fact that you're not comfortable. It's something I need to work on. Um, uh, and so maybe we'll figure out a way to do this anonymously. And that's where the yellow stickies could come in the next time. Yeah. Uh, but but don't say, gee, I'm disappointed in you guys. I thought you knew I would be open. <laughs> It's not their fault. They're legitimately scared of you. You control their addiction to food, clothing, and shelter. Yeah. Uh, their spouses worry about what you think about them, even though you think you're the biggest, nicest, sweetest, most lovable, lovable boss in the world. Apparently, you are not. Hmm. So I, I, I just love this. I, th- this is this is dead simple and something folks can start tomorrow. Yes. Or their next one-on-ones. It's yeah, just exactly. incredibly powerful. And yeah. so, a lot less expensive than 360s. And the information you're going to get back from it is 10 times more valuable 
fr- than yeah, most of what we the, see from their sixties. That will be what I remember about this cast ten years from now is the whole be- believability, the whole behavioral aspect of it. That you're right, so much three sixty that comes back. It's 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 expensive and it's valuable in its own way, but it's probably not as actionable as your people telling you, "Will you please stop scheduling staff meetings Friday at five o'clock?" Yeah. Um, okay, I will. So yeah. two steps. Systematically ask for feedback over a period of three months. At the end of your one-on-ones, just slide it out there and encourage people to give you feedback however they're comfortable. And then after that three-month period, do a quick and dirty start, stop, and continue. Uh, and uh, stand in front of the group and say thanks and don't defend yourself. And uh, put that all together and make some small changes and show them that you've made some changes. Uh, and that will open up the floodgates for more feedback in the future. Yeah, and guess what? If you do one-on-ones, like we talked about a million times, things like this become all that much easier. You know, one of these days we're probably going to get off of one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, communication, and re- relationship building, but apparently not re- this time. Re- yeah, uh, like one of these days is in which, which day? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> look, I, it'd be great if we had another dog and pony show we could talk about, but I mean – no offense, but in football, they still snap the ball and somebody still runs it or they still throw it. Uh, you know, in basketball, they dribble down the court and then they pass and they shoot. I, um, they've been doing that for a while now. It seems to be pretty entertaining. Um, hmm. We don't want to make management hard. Yeah, something about, you know, manage, management actually has like principles and yeah. things that, that actually rules, go principles, et cetera, that, that go beyond the edge of time. Uh, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you okay. go. Trying to make it scientific again. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, partner. All right, man. See you later. Bye. Well, there you go. Dirt simple and absolutely free. How did Mark say it? Basic, simple, easy, low investment, low, zero cost, easily repeatable, hard to mess up, gets better when you repeat it, every once in a while technique for beginning to learn how you're doing as a manager. Well, you got it. Try it. Let us know your results. You're like most of the managers we know who've done this, you'll be simply amazed with the results and kicking yourself that you just didn't do it sooner. By the way, it's the beginning of the month, so don't forget to go cast your votes at Podcast Alley or whatever podcast directory you frequent. As you probably know by now, it's it's simple, and there's a link on the website at manager-tools.com that makes it simple for you to do it. Mark and I truly appreciate this show of support when you do that. So, folks, until next time, so long. So long.